Great, great morning, awesome people. Welcome to my Facebook Live at Five. Great, great morning. Great, great morning, awesome people. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to my Facebook Live at Five. Welcome to my Facebook Live at 5 a.m. Great, great morning, awesome people. This is Reverend Allison. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to my Facebook Live at 5. Welcome to my Facebook Live at 5 a.m. Drum roll. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to my Facebook Live at 5 a.m. Great, great morning, awesome people. This is Reverend Allison. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to my Facebook Live at 5 a.m. So let us begin. Today's scripture, which is a familiar scripture, is Psalms 3418. Psalms 3418. And I'm coming from the King James Version. <clears throat> the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. And you know, I love to give you another translation. And this is the Passion Translation, and it reads, The Lord is close to all those whose hearts are crushed by pain, and he is always, always ready to restore the repentant one. For those of you that like to write down the um, title, the motivational word for today is processing hurt. Processing hurt. Processing hurt is something that takes time. But one of the hardest things to do in our processing our brokenness or processing our hurt is that we have to learn how to acknowledge that we are broken, acknowledge that we are hurt, acknowledge that we are lonely in this season. Processing our hurt, our brokenness, can be hard to do when we have lost a loved one or rather have lost a loved one back to back without a moment or a period to be able to grieve in this season. First, we have to make sure that we learn how to process it without um, you know, feeling so overwhelmed by everything that's going on around you. Sometimes processing our hurt or our brokenness is not always something that we can say, I'm fine, you know, because most of the time it was the wrong time for us. And as time goes on, we have to learn how to, I always say, manage your emotions so that it doesn't so much overwhelm you, but you'll be able to grieve. Uh, have a healthy grieving period. No one can tell you um, when to, to grieve or not to grieve or how to grieve or how long to grieve, but processing our hurt and our brokenness while you're broken can take a toll on you if you don't seek help. It can take a toll on you when life throws you a curveball, when life has just knocked you off your feet when life has just stopped you in your tracks? Have you ever just been stopped in your tracks for something that has just happened, something that someone may have just said, something that your BFF, your friend may have just done, and all of a sudden you just had to stop and just say to yourself, what just happened with my life? You know, 
Um, sometimes I get people calling and they just really want to, you know, talk, vent, or just, you know, they just need somebody to hear them out. Sometimes we don't always have, have the answers. I don't always have the answers. Sometimes I really don't have any of the answers, but just listening and being that person that can take that time to listen, especially in this season, we need to check on our loved ones, check on our friends, see what's going on. It doesn't have to be anything long. You know, um, I spend time, you know, texting. I spend time, you know, picking up the phone, calling. A lot of times, I, personally, I really don't like texting, really don't like messenger as far as, you know, finding out how my friends are doing, finding out how my family is doing. But then sometimes that's really the only way that um, I can get in contact with them. And then again, it's the only way that keeps us connected. You know, um, I have a friend of mine that texts me every morning. Um, I have a sister of mine text me every morning just to see how I'm doing. You know, it's okay to start checking on our family, our friends, our coworkers, you know, our, our BFFs family, you know, our church family. This is the season. I mean, it, it's the season all year long, you know, to check on your uh, family and friends and see how everything is going. But, you know, mainly during the holidays and now that we're still, you know, half and half in COVID and going through some things, people are kind of still reluctant about coming out and being around each other. So this is the time that you need to check on your family members because, when they have lost someone or even we have lost someone, processing hurt and processing brokenness can become so unbearable that it will overwhelm you. It will cause you to believe that this dark place will last forever and that this heaviness that we are carrying will never bring us to a place of wholeness, happiness, for peace. But we know that God is our peace. We know that God is our strength. We know that God is our hope. We know that God is a restorer. We, we know what God can do in our lives, even in this season, even in our brokenness, even in our, our unhappiness. When we um, seek God, we'll see God. The more you give to God, the more you turn over to God, it's like a burden that gets lifted off of you. But it takes time and processing hurt takes time trying to understand it I don't know if we'll ever understand it but take it from someone who back in the late or middle mid 90s to the early 2000s we were losing family members through unexpected death suddenly without any warning and me being the oldest and the oldest granddaughter I had to process my hurt and my brokenness quickly why because I was the one who helped and did all of the funerals. I was the one who did all of the um, obituaries, the programs, anything that needed to be done funeral-wise, I was that go-to person in the family, which means that I had to process my hurt quickly. I had to process my brokenness quickly. I quickly had to get things um, in order to be able to put things together and to make everything um, come together. So through the tears that were running down my face, you couldn't see it, 
My family couldn't see it because I had to process it quickly. And that doesn't mean that I processed it and got over it. No, that means that I still had to carry on past my hurt. I still had to move on past my brokenness. And sometimes I know it takes time, but we have to learn to, you know, still go on past our hurt, still go on past our brokenness, still live again, still love again, still laugh again, still believe again, still keep that faith, you know, still keep that hope. And I, I know that seems, you know, hard. And I know it seems, you know, like, well, you know, Reverend Allison, you don't really understand. And, you know, you haven't lost anyone. I've lost plenty of family members. If I take my glasses off and I, I, I just go through and think of some things, I probably just fall out right here in front of you because the love I lost, the family members, the friends, just the, just the hurt. And not even just losing a person through death, but what about losing someone that you know was your friend? I'm talking about someone that you um, relied on, you trusted, you believed in, you knew that they had your back and then they just walked away. What about that coworker that you trusted? You went to lunch together. You visit each other's homes, you know each other's family, and then that coworker turned their back on you. That's a loss. That's a, that's a part of brokenness. So that's why I said, you know, I've experienced it different ways and I have had to learn how to process it. But in order for me to process it, I had to have a relationship with God. I had to have a connection with God. Why? Because otherwise I would have been so broken. I would not have been able to rise back up again. I would not have been able to smile again. I would not have been able to um, speak before you because I would have been broken. I would have been so hurt that I would not have been able to um, process it where I could relate it to you. And I'm telling you, that I've been through some hurt. I've been through some people um, plotting and planning, you know, just to stop me from what I'm doing, plotting and planning on the job, plotting and planning how they were going to try and put things together. But because I have a relationship with God, because he calls me friend, I know that I'm covered. I know that I'm protected. I know no weapon formed against me shall prosper. See, I already know all of that because I study his word and I walk in his word and I walk it out. So I believe that whatever thing, but I believe that whatever tries to come up against me, huh, God is going to turn it around in my favor. So we have to be able to process some of the things that, you know, happen in our life or that's going on right now in our lives. And, and I try to, you know, make sure that even though I say whatever happens in the past, some of us are going through something right now and we're still trying to process some things. We're still trying to process what just happened to my life. How come I had everything and now everything is falling apart? I'll tell you something. Um, 
you know, with my husband and I, as we're getting older, we're realizing, you know, certain things that we used to do as far as, you know, moving around or staying up late or, um, you know, just everyday house stuff. You can't move as fast as you used to. Things you used to could just, you know, pick up and bam, and you're gone out the door. It's not as simple as that anymore. But as you go on and you continue to trust God, God gives you his strength. God gives you his peace. God gives you his wisdom. God gives you his understanding. There's some things we'll never understand, but God will give you his peace. And that's why I say a lot of times when I hear things that are going on or, you know, someone has done something to me or said something about me or wrote something about me, um, it's all in how I process it. It's all in how, you know, I um, internalize it. It's all in, you know, how I perceive it. And so I don't allow, you know, a lot of things just, you know, I, I shake it off really quickly and I process things really quickly. But I do that because I'm connected to the king. I do that because I'm connected to the source. So therefore, I'm not so easily um my feelings are not so easily, you know, shaken or broken or, you know, when things happen to me, uh, my daughters will probably tell you that I, I, I may shed a tear, cry, da-da-da, and I'm like over it. Why? Because I've already turned it over to God. I've already cast it. You know, I've already, you know, um, passed it over because it's bigger than me. See, when you realize that things that you're going through in life are bigger than you, you learn how to turn it over to God so that you don't hold that, so that you don't become overwhelmed with the hurt, overwhelmed with the pain. So how do you process your hurt? How do you process your brokenness? Number one, go to God in prayer and ask God for help. Go to God in prayer and ask God for help. Number two, take a deep breath and breathe because you are not defined by the pain or the hurt that you just endured. Breathe, take some time to breathe. Sometimes um, before I go live, I kind of sit still and I just breathe, you know, and I just say a silent prayer and ask God to give me his words. Even though I have words here on the paper, give me your words. Help me to say what it is that you would um, want me to say in this season at this time, because my prayer is to see um, everyone healed, delivered, and set free. And so as I'm, you know, speaking to you, you know, that, that has always been my prayer that hasn't changed. Number three, be real about the help you need and ask God to direct you to the right pastor, the right friend, the right counselor to speak with. You notice I said, ask God to direct you. That means you're not gonna just go to know anybody, but you're gonna go to the person that God specifically has for you. You know, if, if we seek God long enough, God will let us know that's the person. That's okay. You can say that. You can ask that question. That's the person that I need you to talk to. It could be that that person called you out of nowhere and you're like, 
wow, it could be that person that, you know, you've been talking to about, you know, just general stuff. And all of a sudden, God is like, let them know you're hurt. I know you're hurt. I'm working on that. I have you covered. But I know that you need an earthly body here to speak to. So that's why I said, seek God for um, the persons that he has specifically for you. Number four, write things out. Put it in a journal. Writing is therapy. Let me tell you why I say writing is therapy. Yes, I'm a writer. Yes, I'm a publisher. But one of the things that I do daily is I write in my journal. I write about my day. Sometimes it could be a page, two pages, three pages. Sometimes it's just a page. Then a few months later, I'll go back and read it. And then I'll realize, wow, I was in that space at that time. What was going on? And then I, I have it. And then I look and see how did I process that hurt? How did I process, you know, what happened to me at work? Sometimes if you write it down, you can kind of go back and see how you process certain things that happened to you. It's amazing how, you know, writing is such therapy to me because I can go back and pinpoint, you know, what happened, what they said, what they did, and then how I handled it because of who God is in my life. So um, writing things down, keeping a journal, I write it down, write the date, write the names, you know, I just write, write, write. And um, so it, it helps me, it really does. Writing is therapy. And I would recommend anyone to, you know, start getting a, a journal and write, or just purchase one of my books and write your answers at the end of each chapter. Number five, Find a scripture or two that pertains to your situation, what you're going through for your healing process. It takes time. Find a scripture that relates to what you're going through. Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Find a scripture that relates to you, that relates to what you're going through. I always say start in the book of Psalms. I love the book of Psalms. I love the entire Bible. But if I had to pick where I would find what someone was going through or what I'm going through, I would start at the book of Psalms. Second Corinthians 12, 19 says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. John 16, 33 says, these things have I spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I have told you these things so that in me you might have perfect peace. These things have I spoken unto you that ye might have peace. You're gonna have tribulations in the world, but there's peace in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Psalms 94, 19 says, and this is the Amplified Bible Classic Edition. And the multitude of my anxious thoughts within me, your comfort cheers and delight my soul. The more you get into his word, the more, uh, the more strength you'll have, the more confidence you'll have, the more trust you'll have in God. Isaiah 26, 3, Isaiah 26, 3 says, thou wilt keep him and perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, 
because he trusts in the Lord. Thou wilt keep him. God will keep you in perfect peace whose mind, whose mind is stayed on thee because you trust in God. You have to continue to keep your mind stayed on the Lord. Continue to keep your mind in him so that God will give you that perfect peace. Uh, I'm implied to realize that, you know, it is God who gives us his peace and perfect peace. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. God is going to give you that perfect peace. God has given me that perfect peace over my hurt, that perfect peace over my disappointments, that perfect peace that surpasses all understanding. So when I don't get that job or when I don't get that contract, God has given me his perfect peace. And in him giving me his perfect peace and in me processing my hurt and brokenness in his perfect peace, I realized that what I thought was for me wasn't for me because God would have opened up that door. God would have, you know, made a way. So I'm at perfect peace when I realized that certain things didn't go my way, but it was for a reason. God was covering me. God was protecting me. God was shielding me from something I didn't even see. You know, sometimes we want to go a little ahead of God and we realize that this is the the job we're supposed to have, the position we're supposed to have. We're supposed to go to this place. We're supposed to do this. We're supposed to be that person that received that award, that person that received this. Uh, you know, we go 110%, 120%. So we're that person that's supposed to have it. And then it doesn't happen. So now we got to try and process our hurt, process our brokenness. But in the midst of all of that, the closer that you get to God, the more that you seek God, the more you'll see God, the closer you get to God, the more you talk to God, the more you meditate on his word, the more you continue to um, connect with God. Let me tell you something. He'll give you his perfect peace. When you're hurt, he'll give you his perfect peace. When you're broken, he'll give you his perfect peace. You don't have to worry about things. You don't have to try to figure things out. You don't have to try and put things in place. Just turn it all over to God. See what it is that God has to say about your situation, even in this season, even in what you're going through. If you're getting ready to go through something, I always say on your job because I'm still working. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you for my job. I always say if you go through, if you're going through things on your job, you know, seek God, turn it over to God. Let God handle um, what it is he needs to handle. Let God fight your battles. Stop trying to um, fix everything. Stop trying to, um, you know, talk talk to them and, and make things right and correct things and fix things. Turn it over to God. Turn them over to God. Let it go. Release it from you. How are you processing your brokenness? How are you processing your hurt? How are you processing your disappointment? How are you processing the loneliness? How are you processing being, um, you know, not knowing which way to go? The only way you're going to be able to process it, the only way you're going to be able to understand totally, you may not never understand totally, but the you'll be able to understand it in this season is to be able to seek God. Seek God, go to his word, spend time listening. You know, I have a, um, 
uh, my church a few years ago, I don't think it was too many years ago, uh, they did a prayer room, beautiful. Oh my, beautiful prayer room, my God. Oh, thank you God for the, for the, the men and women that put that prayer room together. Jesus, whoo, whoo. You, you would have had to experience being in that prayer room to really see what, I, what I'm talking about. And some of my church friends and family that may see this, you would have had to be in that prayer room that was specifically um, allocated for us to come in there and lay at God's feet, for us to come in there and just release it. And, and, and through that, I told God, I said, I always have a, a prayer spot here in, the, in our home and I'm always praying and I'm always going into my secret private place with the Lord. But I asked him to show me how to have someone come in and build, you know, a closet, you know, shield something off where when I don't go in there, hallelujah, my daughters go in there, my husband can go in there. And so, you know, it just uh, manifested. And so now I, I can just walk into the closet, shut the door and just pray and seek him and, and, and um, stay there long enough to hear his word. And so I'm telling you, in order for you to process the hurt, in order for you to process the brokenness, in order for you to process the, the disappointment, in order for you to process some of the things that just happened to you or happened to you down through the years, you're going to have to get in God's word. You're going to have to take God at his word. His word is true. And you're going to have to get in and you're going to have to study. I'm not saying study just today and then don't pick it up for two days. I'm saying study every day. Stay in his word every day read it, you know, meditate on, stop, listen, hear what it is that God is saying about that scripture, about your situation. And as I get ready to close, I always tell you, remember, don't allow no one to steal your joy. Don't allow them to steal your peace. They didn't give it to you and they can't take it away. This peace that I have, the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. And remember, your purpose still stands regardless of your past. Remember, your purpose still stands regardless of your past. Why? Because you were born on purpose for a purpose. God created you for a purpose. So seek God for your purpose. Notice I said seek God and not man for your purpose. God has a purpose and a plan for your life. God has a purpose and a plan for your life. Seek God for what it is he has specifically for you. And you have a wonderful, awesome, awesome, awesome day on purpose. Why? Because you deserve it. You're here another day. Have an awesome day. Peace.